0: Welcome to the International Career Couples podcast. This is your host, Kate Galloway. As an expat, and now a repat, and a coach, I hope this podcast helps expat couples who want to align and grow both their careers. Drawing from the experience of international career couples and experts, we aim to explore how expat couples can work as a team to understand and balance their personal and professional goals while living on the move. In this episode, we're talking to Adrian and Stacy Cartwright. Adrian is a financial advisor based in Dubai, and Stacy is the Group HR business partner for Talim Group in Dubai. We're really talking about their story, how they came to move to Dubai, what some of the decision-making was around that, and how they're making it work with two very busy, successful jobs and a young family. I'd really like to welcome Adrian and Stacey to the podcast today. We've just been talking off the recording about one of the reasons I wanted to speak to you both was that when we were all living in Dubai together, I would always look to you guys and think there's a couple that really seem to be working it out well together. Um, Both of you have got your different careers and I'll ask you to tell me a little bit about those in a moment. I was really interested to find out a little bit more about how you work, make it work between the two of you. So, but just to, just to get started, I'm wondering if you could just tell me a little bit about how long you've been in Dubai and about where you're, where you're working at at the moment, what, what stage of your career you're at?
1: Um, we are about to approach our 10th year in Dubai um, and I'm currently working for a company called Tally, um, and it's an education provider in the UAE and we run 26 schools across the across Fort Emirates, I think it is now. Um, and I am currently the executive assistant to the CEO there. And hopefully, well, no, not hopefully, I'm about to move into HR, which is exciting. Passion of mine for some time.
0: Yeah, I know that's something you've been speaking about for a while and you, st- you did your qualification as well. During yeah. the time that you've been in Dubai, was that before?
1: Yeah, so I did um, my CIPD um, level five diploma in people management in... 2018? 2018. Yeah, 2018. Mm -hmm. I did it whilst I was working at King's Education, which is another um, smaller education provider here in Dubai. And I decided that I wanted to do a bit more than just support one individual um, and decided that HR was something I really enjoyed. I had a lot of interest in. So I kind of, Decided
0: to better myself and learn a bit more about it. Congratulations on the impending move, the transition. Um, how about you, Adrian?
2: Uh, I work as an independent financial advisor. In that industry, we're all self-employed, really. So, although I work for a firm, the the firm just essentially provide a, a framework which allows you to sort of plug into it and, and operate from from within it. And uh, I've been doing that just just coming up to seven years so just about to approach the eighth year doing that so I haven't quite done it the entire time that we've been here but uh, the bulk of it if yeah. you
0: like do you mind me asking what what brought you into the country
2: I, I was in the military beforehand and um, got a got a job out, out here working for the, the the UAE military as a as a civilian training consultant essentially and that's basically what what brought us here Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the first place, wasn't it? It was all I can't remember now. Ten years ago, it was all a bit um, rushed at the time. Really, <laughs> it, was, it was very rushed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as I said, I was in the military, so it was it was a sort of easy transition job for me. If you are leaving the military to go into one where you you know work as a as a training consultant, but in a in a civilian capacity, but for the military, it's quite an easy um, or well, not easy, but an easier transition to civilian life as they say than you know going out on your own too. Yeah. I suppose so I guess it was I, I guess looking back it was probably the path of least resistance for me at the time mm-hmm. Um job-wise but but just involved a, a continent shift um, but that seemed less scary than going to work in a bank yeah, <laughs> 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 so, yeah. so that's how we ended
0: up okay and what happened for you at that appointment, Stacey? What was the what was the career kind of implication for you? Well, I, um, like, I
1: was about to
0: give well up.
1: yeah, I, I was actually <laughs> pregnant with, with Seb our eldest. Um, and I, we found out I was pregnant before Adrian um sort of got the offer to move out here, which obviously then let's get married very quickly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, within um I think within four weeks we'd we'd organise this quite big wedding. Full shebang, and then um, you had to do a tour in afghan didn't you? Yeah. yeah and actually. then by the time you got back from afghan I was like seven months pregnant. I was just finishing up my um my role in the UK, knowing that I was moving out here. Um, and again, I was a I was a, a personal assistant in the UK for a construction company, and obviously knowing that I wasn't going back there, so I, I finished working there. And then I didn't work for three years. i then fell pregnant with hugo our youngest um Mm -hmm. and i was just losing my marbles essentially (laughs) which is why i yeah why i went back to work because i just i'm just not that kind of person that i love my children dearly don't get me wrong but um Mm -hmm. it was better for my own well-being to, to to go back into the working environment
0: yeah absolutely i hear you um so how so sorry I'm going to sound really nosy but I'm totally interested and it's really nice actually that I haven't heard all of this before on various nights like that we've had um but w- when you were sort of saying you know I was losing my marbles and I need I want to get back into the workplace what did that mean in terms of the household and what did you need to do to kind of make that happen for you so that both um... of you can carry on
1: to be honest, I actually find it very, very difficult to start with. Um,
0: we, to, tried it, to it, to, we tried it.
1: We tried
2: doing nothing, didn't we? Yeah. we? We initially just tried to um, share like school drop-offs and um, early pickups, and yeah, yeah. Try, so
1: expect so to, so to go back a few steps. I actually find it quite difficult in the first instance to find a job here. Um, we didn't have yeah. home help at the time, and. Um, as a, as, a, as a young mom with young children, you naturally want um, part-time work, which just does not exist here, as you know. As you know, Kate. Um, so I kind of got thrown straight in the deep end um, into full-time work, and the hours in this country tend to be somewhat ridiculous at times. And um, I came across a maternity um, position, maternity cover position at King's School, Alberta. Um, I think Hugo was five months old at the time wasn't he and, it's, and because I've been yeah. looking for something for so long I kind of felt that I had to kind of grab it with two hands even though I wasn't 100% sure about going back with Hugo being so young um, but I mean in hindsight and looking back it was probably the best thing I ever did really because yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be where I am now if I hadn't <laughs> done that but in terms of how did we manage it it was we didn't it was very stressful. <laughs> very stressful at the time very stressful um and because i was on a um a temporary contract we didn't want to commit to home help or anything like that so we um we relied upon friends we um hugo age, was in nursery very long hours which was
2: he used to be able to stay until six pm, yeah. right? so we should be able to drop him off at seven,
1: seven yes, in the morning.
2: Yes,
1: the guilt that you feel to parent is just horrific. Yeah. Uh,
2: um
1: but yeah, and then I got offered a more permanent position, a better position, and then that's when we moved. Um we got home help. That's when we moved
2: to Leela, where I was
1: <laughs> Um, um and yeah it just kind of all fell into place from there on really things just got into a bit more flow um a bit more normal for us a bit less stressful and, yeah, yeah.
0: Just, we just made it work really. yeah good so i mean that sounds like it was a bit of a transition as soon as you knew that it was a permanent role but up until that it, point everything it, had to kind of stay <laughs> temporary and transient. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, literally I got off of the role and we literally I think we looked at went to sort of houses that weekend, didn't we, at to find yeah. a bigger house it,
0: it it was
2: difficult to do it. Um I know it sounds I don't sound really sort of crass in saying oh it's really hard to parent and work at the same time. you know, there's boatloads of people that successfully do it, but um Yeah, we really struggled with it, didn't we? And uh, yeah, you're sort of standing in the kitchen at 11 o'clock at night, ironing school uniform for the next day and you've got to be up at four. (laughs) What am I doing? (laughs) And it was uh, was pretty relentless, wasn't it, for for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, I think until there was the the sort of security of the permanent position, it wasn't anything that we were going to change. Um,
1: I think it was at that point that we really felt the not having family here um Mm -hmm. kind of scenario and that's when it kind of that's where that's what sort of made it very difficult for us we didn't have anyone that we could completely rely on to help us with the children
0: yeah
2: it seems you know we're, we're speaking on zoom now right and you know i now work quite a lot from home and work on zoom all the time and can be flexible but Although it was only sort of five five or six years ago, nobody had heard of Zoom that day, and it was everything was a lot more rigid and in person and and, and less able to be, um, you know, a bit more malleable with things. Um, So I think I think now, if you were doing it, you could probably you you could you know you could probably adjust and get around it a lot a lot. Well, certainly I could, um, but but then
0: there was was not that option. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't possible? Um, and your hours were kind of around the school hours as well, so you were kind of you. There's no, there was no flexibility there either. So presumably, no, like really. you had to be in and out at the at the same time. Um, I remember when first arriving in Dubai pre-pandemic, and everything was face to face. Spending a lot of time driving around to meet clients. Mm-hmm which you just don't you don't do now but it does offer that kind of flexibility either like oh I'll have my last meeting of the day at home rather than I'm going to be across town at 5 p.m and trying to get back for a pickup or whatever it might be so yeah um and I actually I mean I I kind of think hats off to you that you did it you know, you know you're saying like lots of people do it successfully but what I'm hearing you describe is a time where actually you weren't quite sure what the future held and you just had to make it work as best you could until you yeah. could make decisions that made it sort of more manageable in the long term. I think that's what I'm hearing you say.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's essentially
0: what
2: happened. Yeah, um, I mean, at the time,
1: you just—it
0: wasn't, just, wasn't that long. I mean, it, it's, it, uh, it was a few months, wasn't it? It, it wasn't it, it was like um, six months. Or something. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. it's quite a long time with little people. Isn't it? With, yeah. with yes. little <laughs> ones and lack of sleep <laughs> and all like that kind it. of thing. Yeah. So as as you as you think about that now, and where you are now, what do you think makes it work for you? Both of you having careers and being able to pursue. I mean, again, what I've heard you say as well that you you were able to go back to work. It's a difficult decision, but you knew it was the right thing for you. It was the right thing for you as a family and for you as an individual, um, and as as a parent as well. That you have been able to study, Adrian. You've been able to transition into being an independent financial advisor so there's been lots of movement within that 10-year period what's um, yeah yeah I guess not hard when you
1: kind of look back
0: at it yeah what yeah. were you gonna say Adrian you were looking a bit I was better. just gonna say that, that
2: my transition happened quite early on in that period so mm-hmm. it was it was a separate entity all on its own if you like um it was pretty near the beginning really wasn't it I think we were already here about 18 months you
0: you don't, yeah, you do.
2: yeah I, don't, I don't even hear about 18 months right okay, okay. Happen. So it, wasn't, yeah. um, it wasn't like I was doing that at the same time that this was going, yeah, on, that was going <laughs> on yeah staggered yeah yeah
0: but what what do you think makes it work for you now if you think about like when you well I suppose I'll ask you a different question do you sit down now and talk about your careers and what's going to happen next Talk about yours,
1: don't you? Really? Yeah, it's more mine than yours, really, isn't it? Um, I mean, I I said earlier that I'm sort of finally transitioning into um HR, and we do talk about sort of uh, climbing that ladder in terms of where do, well where will that take me? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have a massive desire to get to a director level, um, or if I'll even get there, but um. I don't know, really. <laughs> I'm just taking it as it comes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's OK. I suppose uh, I'm kind of curious as well. Do you see yourself staying in Dubai? Do you think you move again? No, I'll or stay later. here. You'll stay, stay here. Yeah, forever yeah, and ever? Is that a forever home, do you think? We'll certainly
1: see our careers out here,
2: won't we? Yeah, I don't know if you can... I don't know if it's quite there yet you can sort of plan on it being a forever home I don't know I don't know how to make that work um, just from a visa or a medical insurance perspective there's, there's probably sort of more practical um, elements that might sort of take that off the table I guess um, but certainly for our working careers yeah I don't, yeah. I don't really see us. Um, also the children
1: we'd like to see the children through yeah, school the here kids well. have only
2: ever being
1: here, right? So this yeah, is their yeah. um, what they know. I think we always we speak about like this quite regularly, don't we? And you this is where we kind of different a little bit where right? is where the children will end up. And yeah. I'm obviously UK, um, and want to follow. So I have a feeling that I'll end up in the UK
0: personally. Mm. I want to follow a bit responsible. <laughs>
2: Well, it's a big place.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? When you grow up, when you're bringing kids up somewhere else and they're exposed to so much diversity and they do see, they meet, their friends are from all over the world um, yeah. as well. You know, what we're experiencing with kids now is they're still keeping in touch with everybody. And they're almost kind of like, well, when I go and visit them, like it's just sort of on the agenda that they will travel. And Kieran's got an yeah. American passport. So, he's got the option to go there without any kind of restriction. Um, mm-hmm. We were joking the other night that he could be the president, which is like quite a scary concept. <laughs> you, <can't even> be <laughs> that contender. you
2: should get him to apply.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I could see him. I could see him going, Oh, I could be the, could be the president. <laughs> you, you open up so many different opportunities when you kind of give them the international experience as well, or it's what they know, isn't it? That's home for them yeah yeah
2: exactly. um i I don't I don't know if they have that sort of i don't know whether it's an anchor, but you know when when I was younger, you sort of born in Birmingham and you get you go to school in Birmingham, you get your first job in Birmingham, and you don't really necessarily really leave it, but there's not that level of there's not that sort of mindset amongst them is there um mm. it's the opposite so I don't know maybe they do go back to the u k uh, I would. <laughs> I'd be surprised if they if they pick that as those yeah. uh,
0: to go. Yeah, it. and it could change enough. I think you you already see secondary education, higher education coming along so much in the UAE, don't you? In terms of the yeah, universities yeah, that are available, yeah. and which even ten yeah. years ago that wouldn't have been the case. Like people would have sent their children home to get that higher education, whereas. Yeah. That to yeah. even do that now so yeah it's a whole different thing mm. so I suppose we've spoken about the challenges and it sounds like you kind of know that you're there and you're, your careers will unfold rather than it kind of being like no I definitely know that I want it to be that position in x number of years but if if you were to give any tips or hints to people that are going through kind of creating an environment where you can both have successful careers what would your top tips be for people uh,
1: uh do you know what i found here really important is it's it's who you know not what you know
0: <laughs> okay
1: yeah um, i mean i fell into kings for example because of somebody that i knew here and um she very kindly put me forward for yeah. For the job there. Now whilst it was only a temporary role, as I said earlier, the reason I am where I am now is because of because of that role and I'm very, very grateful for that. Mm. Um so I think networking is very important here. Yeah. For sure. Would you
2: not agree? Yeah I would. I don't know if it's... <clears throat> I don't know, is it less important in other places? I'm I'm not I don't know I'm not sure but but yeah it's definitely yeah definitely something to to try to get right if you can um i don't know if okay it's, it's all so generic isn't it it's, i guess it you know it's going to be the same wherever you go but i always whenever i speak to people back in the uk yeah you know, i always feel like i work a bit harder okay <laughs> over here i feel like the hours are um are longer and uh, for both of us mm-hmm. um and you know a lot of people at home will will not be happy if they're working evenings or uh, or weekends. Whereas that that's pretty that's pretty standard for us, isn't it? To, to certainly for me, it's more for you to to do that. Um, and I guess there's a I think people often don't like doing that, but it's one of those things. If you don't do it, then it, it's not really the kind of place where you can. Expect to, to keep up with the pack if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit um, cutthroat, I suppose, and you just get left behind. Um, mm. But yeah, like networking and, and hard work are probably two good things. Anything else?
0: Uh. No. This is maybe a little bit of a personal question, but what about between the two of you? What keeps it? Because I, I might. Um, I'll give you an example um, of somebody that I've worked with fairly recently who feels that their own career has to go on hold while their spouse's career gets to thrive and go forward. And it's sort of, you know, this kind of like lead at expat idea that one career kind of takes the lead. Um, and actually they feel really quite set aside because that's how things are going and they're, they're not quite sure how to reassert themselves in the relationship so that their career is as important um Uh, so i'm kind of wondering between the two of you how do you make it okay do you mean do we think
2: that needs to happen
0: no no it doesn't sound like it to me but i'm interested in how like how you sort of work it between the two of you
2: what so that you can both sort of progress as you need to
0: so you can both thrive in your careers yeah
2: I don't, I don't know really I mean we have help right that, that's I, I guess that's really important to, to highlight that, that we, we do have help so there's a, a lady that lives with us that helps with the uh, sort of running of the of the house and stuff like that I, mm-hmm. I think it would be a, life would be a lot harder if we didn't have that right yeah um and then a gentleman kindly picks the school the kids up from school for us in, in an afternoon again which saves one of us being dragged out in order to in order to do to do that um in terms of the balance of things,
1: I think we we work we work quite collaborative, collaboratively together, right? So yeah, in terms of our, our time management, so our
2: diary is quite go, boring, but our diaries
1: are linked. Yeah, we <laughs> <like>, send <laughs> Stacey puts
2: stuff into my diary all the time. Yeah, <laughs> block this out and
1: uh, and we just and like on a Sunday we'll sit and just quickly go through our our week um, just to see if there's anything. That we both need to be aware of, or something the kids needs to be done, or Mm. I think it's just I don't
2: know. I definitely don't think one of you, uh, what one of us feels as though you know we're taking it, we're going to have to uh, take a step back or whatever to 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 let the other one crack on. Not 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 at all. Um, In
1: fact, you're quite. Adrian's very good at. You encouraged me quite a lot to look at further, um, sort of more further like. Uh, courses or education is always kind of encouraged me to um but you've just got a masters as well, haven't you?
2: Yeah. But uh, but no, yeah, I think you just communicate right and uh, and, and encourage and um yeah, just keep keep going. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't know. I guess if you're just doing it in sort of normal life, you don't necessarily think it's it's difficult, right? If you mm. if you drive your car at 100 miles an hour and then you slow down to 50, it doesn't feel like you're going very fast at 50 anymore. But if you're yeah. used to driving it 20, then it's going to feel difficult. Um, so if you, yeah, we that's just how we've always done things. So it doesn't feel like one of us needs to take a foot um, you know, off the gas at, at, at all. Yeah.
0: That's lovely. It, it, listening to the, you both, what I really notice is that it just sounds like, I'm not saying it's easy because I hear that you know, it's not easy, but the, the yeah. way that you make decisions and the way that you do it and what you've got in place allows you to do it at some ease so that neither of you is feeling kind of, I don't know, hampered in their career, as it were. And it's actually, it's not everybody has got the ability to do that in their relationship. Um, so I, I'll have quite different conversations with other people. You had some really like the, the words that you were using there and I wasn't prompting in any way to talk about collaborating and communicating and that you've got shared diaries and the kind of tools are in place already to do that it
1: just sounds really boring <laughs>
0: <laughs> it doesn't to me I'm like shared calendar how do you do a shared yeah. calendar <laughs> and that you're encu- that you're always encouraging each other it's like you're kind of um like you're It sounds as though you're building foundations so you can build each other up, rather than saying, "I'm I'm going to do this now." You stay there for a bit. It's like you're both you're both able to move forward. Yeah,
1: we've never never pulled one another back in any way, have we? No. In fact, obviously, we've encouraged and pushed each other
0: to do to do better. Sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing that all with me. We've actually spoken for way longer than I promised we would. Um, thank you so much for coming on and sharing um, kind of part of your story. Stacey and Adrian seem to just make it sound easy. But really, what they've spoken about in this episode is making hard decisions. They've spoken about the guilt they felt as parents, the things that they were eventually able to put in place to make it work they showed vulnerability around what that's actually been like um, and shared with us what it's like to collaborate and to communicate tips like linking your diaries speaking about how to encourage and to push each other to do better um, meaning that both of your careers can progress at the same times